MoneyWeb now on the money. This show is brought to you by Stanlib. Visit stanlib.com to get in touch with one of their investment specialists. Stanlib Asset Management is an authorized financial services provider. Chaining now with uh, Chantal Marks, uh, Head of Research at FMB Wealth and Investments. Chantal, appreciate the early morning time. Uh, Two stocks on your, on your, on your, uh, uh, you and your team's radar, I suppose. We should credit the team rather, not just you. Uh, a, a local and an offshore. The local one is Baldwin. I think a lot of folks will, will, will know Baldwin. Um, they've, they've been listed for a while. The share price has been uh, lagging, but they're an interesting little business. And, and, and they're actually doing fairly well, although you would never tell by looking at the share price. No, if you were looking at the share price, you would think that they are, um, they've done something wrong <laughs> uh, and something very wrong. Uh, the stock trades at a, a 60% discount to its net asset value, and they've really shifted their business. I mean, a few years ago, they were basically building apartment blocks. They were selling the apartments, but now they're actually a rent, they've got a rental business within mm-hmm. there. And importantly, they're building out their annuity income streams. So if you look at these big apartment complexes and the kind of estate, the quasi-estate living that Baldwin sells, they now have the option for you to hire Wi-Fi from them. Yeah. You, they've installed solar and backup power, so you can actually buy electricity from them. They're becoming like a utility as well. And that annuity income stream, um, I think, is really attractive longer term. I like that. I like the, the, the utility nature of it as well. And, and this is an industry. I mean, the, the, the barriers to entry, you know, I mean, you and I could get a bucky and try and build these. And truthfully, we would never do it well. Yes. This needs that, that, that critical scale, which, which they've got. And, and truthfully, the, the years of experience, which, which sits in the, in, the, in, in, the, in the senior executive team at Baldwin. Yeah, absolutely. And I, if you look at the, the quality of what they're actually putting out there, I think it is it is way ahead of um, of anyone else uh, from a developer perspective. And the, at the cost at which they're actually able to deliver really beautiful apartments with the granite tops mm-hmm. and well-installed kitchens. I mean, I think that they, they have a first, first mover advantage, but they also do things extremely cleanly and carefully. Um, and I think that given the housing shortage, that we have in South Africa, the area of the market in which they play, I think this is a stock that you can comfortably hold um, for the longer term. Yeah, and, and my sense is, you know, the, the worst case scenario perhaps is actually you, you, you get a, a, a delisting coming through. The, the other one is a Swiss-based travel retail. I'm not going to say the name because I'm going to get it wrong, so I'm going to leave it to you. But I'd never heard of this company, and they basically operate duty-free stores, which I found absolutely fascinating. Airports, cruise liners, railway stations. I mean, it, it's very niche but I mean they dominate the space yeah it's really cool and I think I'll also butcher the name but okay. I'm going to give it a go the free okay. so it works for me a play on duty free <laughs> yeah it's a play on duty free so the free I think is the right way to pronounce it, to pronounce it it is a uh, it's a Swiss listed company and um, and as you mentioned they they specialize in duty-free shops. Now, if you look at what has been happening in international travel globally, it has picked up quite nicely, but we are still not close to levels that we were pre-COVID. You've also had China reopen its borders more recently, Chinese travel set to rebound. And I do think that the, that last minute shopping or that browsing or that, oh, I can't leave the Toblerone mm-hmm. um, <laughs> will probably support this company as global travel continues to, to rebound. 
rebound. Um, it, the stock has already done a little bit, but I think that there's still something in it. Um, it probably won't be the best performer in your portfolio this year, but I, I, I don't think it's going to be the worst performer either. Um, something probably in the middle road because we are in the middle of that recovery cycle for this company. Yeah, and that's just it. I mean, you, you've you've got retail, but you've got retail on 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 travel, and, and as you point out, I mean, travel is recovering, and and there, there might be some stumbles over the year, recessions and and worries around that. But 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 post pandemic, we're out there and, and and traveling, and it's to your point in the Toblerone, it's that captive market. I've been stuck at airports for you know protracted periods, and not always because I, my flight's delayed. Sometimes I'm just early, or it's a connecting flight or something. And those stores, people are shopping up a storm, and 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 I mean, I scratch my head sometimes but sometimes I'm that person too yeah I mean I'm not a duty-free shopper either but I I've my sister is so <laughs> <laughs> someone in my direct family comes here every single year or two and brings 50 Toblerones, M&Ms in a little tin. She's also bought herself some perfume and a pair of Ray-Bans for no apparent reason. And I think it's just that that waiting and that waiting around that makes people want to do something. And they end up shopping. And the some of these items are high-cost items. I mean, we're joking about the Toblerone. Yeah. But um, you, can buy, you can buy very high-priced items as well. You can buy luxury handbags, for example, where the margins are actually uh, quite good, I reckon, particularly particularly if you consider how expensive things are in airports. Yeah, and I just remembered my sister-in-law is a shopper there as well. The deep irony is she lives in cognac in France, yet she buys the cognac at the duty-free to bring to everyone in South Africa. <laughs> and I scratch my head every time, but then I just enjoy the cognac. We'll leave it there. Appreciate the time. Chantal Marks, Head of Research, FMB Wealth and Investments. This show is brought to you by Stanlib. Visit stanlib.com to get in touch with one of their investment specialists. Stanlib Asset Management is an authorized financial services provider.